This is The Jerry Callahan Show. This isn't fair. I demand a recount. I demand a redo. I'm uh, putting last night's game under protest, at least in our little uh, world. Uh, uh, If you missed it, we made our NFL picks, as we always do on Thursday. It was Chicago versus Washington. The Redskins were favored by six, and we all picked the Redskins for obvious reasons. Chicago sucks. We went over the numbers. They're just awful. But I didn't know Dick Butkus was going to die. If you had told me Dick Butkus was going to die, I would have changed my pick in a heartbeat. There's no way the Bears were going to lose on the day Dick Butkus. That's like saying... You know the Patriots are going to lose on the day Tom Brady dies. They did I mean, lose. Just, this is this they is did good. lose when he was, uh, you know, put up. If if it was before your time, and it was a little bit before my time, but I I certainly remember the guy. He was the greatest. Dick Buckus was arguably the greatest defensive player until Lawrence Taylor came along in NFL history. In 1969, the Bears went one and thirteen, and Dick Buckus was named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He was just a legend, larger than life. I don't think he can come up with a better tribute to a professional athlete than Rocky named his dog after him. Butkus will live forever. The name Butkus, because that was Rocky's dog in uh, Rocky One. I'm not sure. Was Butkus around in the other Rockies? Probably. I mean, even if he was dead, they probably would have got another dog and uh, named him Butkus. But if you haven't seen, if you don't, if it's before your time, I recommend finding highlights of Dick Buckus's career. It's just amazing. Every hit he makes would be a penalty today. He was just so vicious. He was just so wonderfully aggressive. One of the great hitters, the greatest, one, the greatest inside linebacker of all time. The great number 51. And you want another upset? I'll give you another upset. He lived to 80. <laughs> he made it to 80, which is remarkable because he led with his head and he just was su- such a pleasure to watch. Just vicious. When you were a kid, whether you're playing Pop Warner or high school or playing in the yard, everyone on, de- on the defensive side of the ball wanted to beat Butkus. 51, the number 51 became cool. It's mm. an ugly number, but it was cool because it was Butkus. And everyone wanted to play like Butkus and hit like Butkus and... Dick Butkus uh, passes away at 80, and the Bears did a did him justice. They went out and kicked ass. It's good to hear both you and Montante. You guys both had uh, uh, Washington as well. We all lost last night. Yeah, we all saw what happened on Twitter, and we all we just knew the fate was sealed right then. Every number, every metric, we went over them, uh, favored the, the the Redskins, but it didn't happen. Uh, unfortunately for the Skins. Um, Butkus didn't hang on. If Butkus had hung on for another day or two, I think we would have been okay. <laughs> we'd, but, be, uh, we'd be one and zero in week five for sure. <laughs> yes, we'd be one and zero. The, the guy couldn't hang on for one more day for our sake. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, rest in peace, Dick Butkus. And uh, we'll check. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, this. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Sylvester Stallone actually had that dog. In real life, that yeah. was his dog, yeah. and his dog was named Butkus. I'm not sure if he has more Butkuses or, you know, Butkus the dog would be 50 years old if he was still, or almost 50 if he were uh, in the movie in Rocky One. So I don't think the dog's around either, but uh, uh, rest in peace, number 51. All right, we got much to get to on this Friday. Uh, Joe Biden's building a wall building a wall in the southern border. I guess Trump was right all along. Walls Mm. work. I never understood the logic. When people said walls don't work, the follow-up is, why not? And they say, oh, they'll just put put a ladder there or they'll dig a hole. Okay, well, you're making them (laughs) dig a hole and making them get a ladder. You're making it much more difficult for them to get into the country. And if walls don't work, why did Joe Biden just build one around his uh, vacation home, his oceanfront mansion? If walls don't work, why is the Vatican surrounded by a massive concrete 30, 40 foot wall? I know the Pope, he doesn't believe in walls. He believes in uh, immigration. He believes in no borders at all, except when it comes to Vat- the Vatican. He thinks we should open our border, take down our wall, and he should keep people out of Vatican City. They're all hypocrites, as we know. Joe Biden's a hypocrite. Mayorkas, KJP, they all shifted on a dime and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to build a wall. They're, they're, 
there's the stuff is there. Let's build a wall. I think what they're doing is uh, they're realizing this is going to hurt. They know it's a long-term plan. The Democrats playing the long game, planning for future elections, 2028, or even more 2032, 2036, 2040. They figure if they can get enough illegal aliens in the country, get them on a path to citizenship, they will never lose another election. They may be right. I mean, it's a cynical, sinister plan, but there's no other reason they would have opened their borders on day one. I got some numbers that can just blow you away. What's happening to our country, of what's happening to our cities, these blue cities, these sanctuary cities are being overrun, being devastated. Hell, New York City, things are so bad that uh, Eric Adams is now on vacation in Mexico pretending he's uh, trying to get to the root of the problem. The root causes. They're going to find over the weekend, he's going to be sitting poolside with a with a daiquiri and say, hey, did you find the root causes yet, Mayor? <laughs> he is such a fraud. But uh, we got numbers. We got, we got It's just incredible what's happening at the border. And I think, I think Biden and company are saying, wait a second, if we don't do something, something soon, we're doomed in 2024. We'll lose to Trump. We'll lose to anybody uh, because they're, they're people are regretting. There is real uh, buyer's remorse in blue states and blue cities. We got some sound from Chicago. They are outraged in Chicago. Um, we got Hillary Clinton saying uh, Trump supporters need to be reprogrammed. Does that mean we get to go to camps? We get to go to internment camps? Does that mean we get, uh, we're going to get uh, brainwashed? Sounds kind of Marxist-y, doesn't it? We're going to reprogram those uh, damn those damn deplorables. And we got uh, Joe Biden. We, we know now why Joe Biden's dog, two dogs in a row, by the way, wouldn't stop biting people. I've had dogs my whole life. I just lost, uh, you know, less than a year ago, I lost my Toby. I had dog growing up. I've never had a dog that bit someone once, not once. Me either. And we know Ironhead didn't either because if your dog either. bit someone, that kid would be dead. Yep. That person would you know, lose a limb if your dog had bitten them yeah. and you'd be sued. You'd be living in a box under a bridge. Mm-hmm. If your pit bulls had bitten people, I don't know. I mean, I've been bitten by a dog maybe once in my life. Not one. This dog, his latest dog has bitten 12 people, secret service agents. And now he, he, he bit the gardener, a guy who's been working at the white house for 50 years and had been taking care of him. Why is this dog out of control? Simple. The owner. He has a really bad owner who mistreated him. We will show you this. It's remarkable. And uh, we'll get to uh, the return of late night comedy. It's so good to know that Stephen Colbert got his 75 writers back. The writer strike is over. And Colbert and Kimmel and Fallon and I guess the whole crew are back on the air doing comedy. And I'm telling you, I don't know what kind of raise... The writers for Jimmy Colbert, I mean, for either one, Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Colbert, I don't know what kind of raise they got, but they're overpaid. Uh, they, if, they're, if they're making minimum wage, they're overpaid. It was, it's just uncomfortable. I watched some highlights of Colbert and Kimmel. They're just so awful. They're so awful. We'll get to that. And we'll compare them to the Babylon Bee, which is genuinely funny. Babylon Bee had one of its uh, one of their all-time greats this week. But uh, we got to start at the border, because this is just so, this is hilarious. Joe Biden, who on day one said, no more ball, no more wall, no more wall. We're going to stop the wall uh, because they don't work and it was too expensive. I believe the number was about $8 billion to build the entire wall across the entire southern border. $8 billion is like three days of Ukraine aid. Uh not quite a few more, more than three days. I think the, I think Ukraine we've given for a year and a half, we've given Ukraine $223 million a day to Ukraine. This country, no one could find on a map. No one cared about two years ago, 223 million a day. And the wall was too expensive. The wall that would have stemmed this invasion. I'm pretty sure most of America is all in on building the wall, resuming the wall, especially since there's a bunch of it just laying there, just waiting to be built. And uh, I think 
Uh, people have seen, you know, regular people have seen enough. They've watched the invasion the other night across uh, across the border in El Paso. Thousands, thousands came across. Here's some numbers, which are amazing. Um, in September, we just finished, wrapped up the month of September, 260,000 illegals crossed the border. One month, 260,000. You know how many crossed the the border the entire year, Trump's last year, 2020, you know how many? Uh, 400,000, 400,000 the entire year, one month under Joe Biden, 260,000. This I found fascinating. Suspected terrorists. That's what they call, that's what they call them. That's the label. In 2019, you want to guess how many suspected terrorists crossed the border? Zero, none. 2023, 2021, 15, 2022, 98, and this year so far, nine months in, 151 suspected terrorists. When someone blows up a bus or whatever, a building, or hijacks a plane, and we're just going to say, hey, didn't see that one coming. It just We are allowing terrorists, drug dealers, cartel guys to cross the border daily. And I think uh, even Trump haters, even hardcore Democrats are fed up. They need something done. So so Biden said, you know, uh, I think we'll finish the wall. And then he lies and says there's nothing he could do about it. Nothing he could do about it. The guy's done taking executive orders, done whatever the hell he wants, forgiving, forgiving student debt, uh, you know, uh, spying on Americans, colluding with big tech. He doesn't care about uh, though that money was allocated, there's nothing I could do. He would do what the hell he wants. He knows he's in a tough spot, and he knows he has to at least pretend he's running for re-election. But let's listen to him. Yesterday, is this when he was asked about uh, the plan to build the wall? Yeah, the money. Oh, the money for the wall. Listen to this liar. Good. One question on the border wall. The border wall, the money was appropriated for the border wall. I tried to get them to reappropriate it to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what it was appropriate. I can't stop that. You are a liar. He would stop it in a heartbeat if he wanted to. But no kidding. Uh, they're all on board. Mayorkas, KJP, they're all liars. They're all propaganda. Everybody in that room is full of it. They know they have to do something. Um, uh People everywhere. Hell, Massachusetts, people are pissed. They're kicking veterans and soldiers out of the hotel rooms mm-hmm. to make room for migrants. In Chicago, they cleared out a field house that was there for um, for youth football. The kids came in their football uniforms, and they were parents were screaming, Go get the Chicago sound. This is good. This, I, I, <laughs> I laugh at. This is hilarious. I believe this district voted over 90% for Joe Biden. They voted for uh, Brandon Johnson, that lunatic socialist mayor. They vote for Democrats every time, every level, every one of them. They, they, they're hardcore left-wing Democrats. This might be why Joe Biden is building a wall. This video from Chicago, these people are irate. I'm not saying they'll rush to the polls to vote for Trump, but man, they have soured on their guy, Joe Biden. Again, I like to see people get what they voted for. We should all be so lucky. They voted for this guy. This guy promised, I mean, Joe Biden's a liar, but he promised he asked migrants to surge the border in a debate before 2020, before the 2020 election. He said refugees, I love the refugees, uh, should asylum seekers should surge the border. He wanted it. He said, that's who we are. It happened. And now the people who put him in office, who who heard him promise that uh, he would open the borders, now they're pissed. I'm sorry. I only have so much sympathy for you. This is your guy. These are his policies. You knew what was coming. You voted for him anyway. And now you're irate. Let's listen. You cannot keep bringing immigrants in. The city does not have the money. You cannot track them. You ain't tracking them good at the police station. You don't know their name, but you want to spare them all over the city. It is unsanitary. It's unsafe. And it's just not right. Wow. What bigots. Huh? What deplorables. Unsanitary. What are you saying, lady? 
You think these poor refugees fleeing oppression, fleeing climate change, you think they're unsanitary? Sounds like something Tucker Carlson would say. <gasps> those are those are hardcore Dems in Chicago. I'm telling you, I don't know how I don't know how many of them will indeed turn and bail on Biden, but I think they're getting a little nervous in the White House, in Washington, in the press rooms along the Acela corridor in New York, in DC. They're saying, I think we have to at least pretend, pretend we care about this invasion. Uh, by the way, the number is over. The official number since Biden took off is 6.3 million. I'm going to guess that number is really 10, 12 million since he took office. So right now he's allowed the entire state of Massachusetts. That's how many uh, illegal aliens have crossed the border since Biden took over for Trump, who had record lows of uh, uh, illegal crossings. And uh, KJP will take the take the podium today and just lie. Just say, yo, it's a broken system and we inherited the problem. Uh, no, you changed the policies, you changed the remain in Mexico, and you opened the door to this country, and you told the world they're welcome, and they would get, they would get five-star hotels. They have this right to shelter, so once you get to a blue state or a sanctuary city, once you get to Massachusetts or New York or Illinois, they have to give you a hotel. They have to kick veterans out of those hotel rooms. Um, yeah, everybody's uh, chiming in on the chat line about the people moving into the, the illegals moving into the hotel rooms. And by the way, we talked about this yesterday and a couple of days ago, uh, the, the spokesman for the hotel chain, this woman, Mulholland, man, talk about tone deaf. She says she, she's delighted. I think they run a bunch of the hotels, the comfort in a couple others down by Foxborough. She's delighted to kick veterans out. That's what she said. She's delighted to boot out soldiers and veterans and Marines who are there for the Army, Army Navy game to make room for illegal aliens. And then when they get a hotel room, they get food, they get phones, they get health care, they get to go to school. It's just devastating. And I'll ask it every day from now until November 2020. Four is, are you happy with this? 81 million Biden voters. Are you happy? Is this what you wanted? You wanted 10 million illegal aliens in two and a half years. You wanted to completely change the demographics. That's the goal. Change the demographics of the country. Is that, is that what you wanted? Um, and you wanted your kids to get kicked out of their field house, to get kicked off their baseball fields or soccer fields to make room for people who do not belong here. Well, that's what you voted for. This is Biden. Oh, this is Biden talking about how there will be no more wall. Not another inch of yeah. wall will be built. He said this. What's the date on that? Oh, that's uh, August 5th, 2020. Yeah. So he's running. He's he's running. He's the nominee. It's him against Trump, who was a hard, you know, Trump didn't build as much walls. He says he did, but he was trying and uh, he had uh, policies in place, as every Border Patrol agent, as every, they will tell you, the policy was working. There were record lows, and now we have record highs. Simple as that. But let's listen to Biden. I guess I'll give him credit. He was telling the truth. He was saying he was there. He was going to let everybody in. He was going to encourage uh, unfettered immigration, let the drugs, let the guns, let the sex traffickers, let them all in. That was his uh, that was his policy then. It's his policy now. Good. Trump campaigned on um, build that wall. Are you willing to tear that wall down? No, I'm, there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. Number one. Number two, what I'm going to focus on, and the and your uh, uh, the fact is that somebody in this group written a lot about the border. Um, I'm going to make sure that we have border protection, but it's going to be based on making sure that we use high tech capacity to deal with it. And at the ports of entry, what that's where the all the bad confiscations. Stuff you know what? He, he was a bumbling. Humbling fool back then. <laughs> this is three years ago. He was still, he was, that's more than three years ago. He was already uh, in decline. This was from the New York Post. Another uh, gift, you know, from our, uh, uh, from the, the uh, friends who were coming over the border illegally. 
A pound of crystal meth was recovered by police in a room at a Staten Island hotel that's been converted into emergency housing for illegal aliens. The drugs, which were stuffed inside a black bag, were first spotted by a worker at the Ramada Inn around 9.30 Wednesday. Uh, An asylum seeker had resided in the room where the meth was found, but no one was there at the time of the discovery. And uh, I'm pretty sure that asylum seeker is in the wind. Police are investigating how the drugs ended up at the hotel and who brought them there. Um, The hotel was turned into a 35-unit shelter to house incoming migrants uh, on May 4th. That's uh, just a... We're just celebrating. They're just selling the meth that Americans don't want to sell. Uh, but uh, and uh, this was a couple of weeks after a one-year-old died of fentanyl poisoning um, because some fentanyl dealer left a little, you know, specks of of uh, fentanyl on the floor, and the little baby was crawling around, ingested it, and died. That was another illegal alien um, who uh, killed that kid. Um, but. Uh, all right, that's your update on the border. The wall is back. I'm, I'll be curious to see how much he builds. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's laying there in the in the ground. Just assemble it, you know. Assembly required. Put it up. See if it helps. I'll gain uh, so much for a number. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to say I'll maybe gain. They reach the number ten million illegals. That's when we're going to put the wall up yeah, and put it back up. Then care about the border. I'll, I'll gain a lot of respect for AOC if she goes and cries at the border again for a photo That's op. That's true. I don't think you're going to see that. I AOC, so. you had kids in cages under Trump. Now it's this just um, undocumented uh, guests uh, being temporarily housed inside of chain link fences. There will be no weeping at the border from AOC, who, by the way, that was just a photo op. There were no kids. No, she wasn't even at the right location. There's a parking she lot, wore, but you always white. have to respect her taste in men, though. You have to give her who that. Who built the cages? That was Trump's <laughs> line in the debate, Joe. Who built yeah. the cages, Joe? You. You and Obama built the that's, cages. That's uh, damn right. But we have kids in cages, adults in cages, but they're all coming in, and why wouldn't they? I mean, why wouldn't you? You know if you get to Massachusetts and New York, you get a hotel room. You get maid service, and Thoughts and prayers to those maids. You imagine being a maid in a hotel overrun with people who just have no intention of leaving, making sure they get their culturally sensitive meals, their interpreters, you know, their doctor's visits. Maybe that maybe they're all in on it. Who knows? The tab is just unfathomable in places like New York and Massachusetts. Oh, by the way, this this made me laugh out loud. They had uh, MSNBC had uh, some documentarians on couple of you know hippie like white liberal uh, documentarians you know what their documentary new documentary is about Ron DeSantis versus Martha's Vineyard <laughs> to do a documentary I think they already did a documentary on the 36 hours 40 hours that the illegal aliens spent on the island before the uh, good white liberal rich wine moms kicked them off, gave them hugs, a, said that they enriched our lives, and then they put them on buses and shipped them off the island. Uh, they're going to do a whole documentary on how, and and you just know what it'll be. It'll be a, oh, these wonderful, uh, caring, loving liberals gave their used underwear and some of some of the leftovers they had in their fridge, <laughs> brought it down to the church, gave it to these illegals, and then said. Get the hell off our island. We don't have room for you. There's nowhere in America that had more room. It was the fall. The summer season was over. They have hotels, inns, mansions. Hell, Barack Obama could have housed 30 or 40 of them himself. They're all such frauds. The real documentary should be about that, their hypocrisy. But I'm just going to guess that this is going to make DeSantis evil and the folks of Martha's Vineyard just so compassionate. They cared so much. They spent almost two days with these illegals. Almost. Uh, but they know how to handle it. New York, Boston, you know, Chicago, they don't, they don't know how to handle it. Martha's Vineyard knew how. Get back on that bus and get your brown ass out of here. Liberal wine mom. You know, they're not really... They're not really for uh, immigration. Yeah. They're not really supporting these asylum seekers. Uh, not when you, that was a great move by DeSantis. I have to yeah. say Abbott and DeSantis, I mean, obviously Abbott's doing it in much better numbers. 
the single greatest political move, political maneuver I've ever seen. This whole thing changed when they started sending buses to New York and D.C., Chicago, and Martha's Vineyard. It all changed. These people, nobody cared that Texas and Arizona were overrun. Nobody cared that Uvalde and Eagle Pass and Yuma were overrun, their hospitals, their schools. They didn't care till it went to their doorstep. And then you had people like Eric Adams and uh, Maura Healy, good liberals, saying, well, I didn't really mean that when I said sanctuary. Bill Clinton now saying they have to close the border. Real liberals, they have to close the border. We're going to get to real liberals, what real liberals are like now. Bernie Sanders, a couple of uh, Code Pink protesters showed up at his office to protest the war. You know what Bernie did? You know what Bernie the Bolshevik did? Had them arrested. Bernie Sanders had Code Pink ladies arrested. And you know who uh, protested with them? You know who put her arms around them, took photos, and hung out with them? Marjorie Taylor Greene. The world has gone upside down. I'm on the code. I'm on the side of Code Pink. I'm on the side of MTG. We'll tell you about uh, a uh, uh, pro-war, pro-war protesters who uh, confronted Vivek Vivek yesterday. It's it's fascinating what's happened to this country. The whole dynamic, the whole the whole movement to support endless war five thousand miles away is led by 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 hippies. <laughs> led by college kids of old, you know, liberals, hardcore Dems are now the biggest supporters of endless war. We'll show you that. And we got the video, I think of Joe Biden kicking his dog. We'll get to that. And uh, the return of late night <laughs> and why, why someone thought these writers needed a raise. It's a mystery, but first. I, 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 I Today's show is sponsored by Nutrisense. You hear that? That was the sound of the Nutrisense biosensor. It's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, even your sleep. With Nutrisense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and Nutrisense does the rest. Nutrisense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions. Plus, they can help you with a personalized nutrition plan so that you can achieve your goals. You should try Nutrisense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how your food, exercise, and lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with a real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. You can get all that today. NutriSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutriSense.com slash Callahan and use code word Callahan to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you learned about NutriSense on the Callahan Show. That's NutriSense.com slash Callahan to save $30 off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. I, the the video is not great. I want to do this. I want to do this because, I'm, as I've said many times, I find this fascinating. How I, I'm, I mean, when I was in college, I was at UMass Amherst. They, this was the this was the craziest place in the world. They they cheered when Reagan got shot. Uh, you know, they they were old school hippies. They were old school radicals. You know, this wasn't that long. Probably after you know Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin. People who, who whose uh, whole mission in life was to stop war and to to you know make love, not war. Something really bizarre happened. I'm not sure where it all began, but now we have on college campuses, you have hardcore Democrats, liberals, hippies, you know, dirty hippies, and they are all in on a war five thousand miles away. They're all in on sending our tax money good money after bad to a corrupt uh, dictator, Vladimir Zelensky to keep the war going. They don't even want to hear the term, the any mention of peace talks. They don't want to hear any mention of ceasefire. They want to keep the war raging. And these people, by the way, they'd be okay if we suddenly set F-16s, which would be a huge escalation. I think they would be okay if we sent troops I mean, they don't want to go themselves, 
We even have a red beard guy. Now, Ironhead's the only red beard guy I ever met who's not a hippie. I mean, mm-hmm. most red beard guys are like are like uh, AOC's husband or fiance, whatever he is. Oliver Anthony? Uh, that's true, Oliver Anthony. Now, although I'm not sure what he is. I mean, he's great. He's a, he's a character. but uh, three, 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 three good-looking guys, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, you. But you know what? You you trim it. You trim it. It's the sh- the raggedy red beard, the Bill Walton yeah. red beard. Yeah, that usually means hippie. Bill Walton was a genuine hippie. She, Bill Walton would never. I don't think I should check. Never support endless war in Ukraine against a nuclear power. It's utter madness. I don't know where this comes from. I really don't. But again, the other day the Code Pink ladies showed up. Bernie Sanders had him arrested. And MTG took selfies with them. That's where we are in this country. When did this happen? This is why RFK, and we're going to get to, into this more Monday. Uh, RFK is going to make a big announcement Monday. Um, he's going to announce he's running as an independent. And the question is, who does he hurt more? Uh, we'll get into that. I got my theories. But I want to look at this, watch this uh, video with Vivek. And listen to these brats, these college kids. He's talking about the war with college kids. And they are all in. They have swallowed the Kool-Aid, man. They just want to, they just think, you know, if we don't fight him over there, Putin will be in New Jersey, you know, by next week. It's just insane. But they are just, the the whole, this whole generation of, of they think the world's going to end because of climate change, but they're not concerned about nuclear war. That's where we are. They believe the buffoon, the lying buffoon in the White House, who says the only real threat to us now, to our existence, is climate change. Not nuclear war, not World War Three. No, the weather, that's the only real threat. Let's watch. It's not great audio, but uh, watch these kids try to berate Vivek because he wants to end the war. Go ahead. And then, and then, they just misplaced people from Russia to go to Donbass region because we have steel plants. And you can see the movies. And the history is long, no doubt about it. But the region, but the fact of the matter is, the regions of the Donbass that are occupied no. are not even represented in Ukraine's government for Do the last ten years. Do you think Ukraine should be free? Ukraine should be a sovereign nation, absolutely. So how is the U.S. How is the but U.S. I also going to? How is the U.S. negotiate going to negotiate a path to peace that allows Ukraine to come out with its sovereignty intact? Well, what NATO, does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that NATO will not admit to you. What does Ukraine? that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that what NATO... What does that sovereignty look like to you? Oh. I'm answering the question. Yeah. Whenever you're... Tell me when you're done, and then I'll answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question. NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO, and should not admit Ukraine to Why NATO. Why not? Because we made a commitment in 1990, and I believe in standing by our commitments, that NATO would not expand one inch, not one inch, past East Germany. And the same commitment to Russia made a commitment that it would not expand its territory. What what I want to say is I'm very glad that young people are engaged and passionate about these issues. So the the fact of the matter is, I believe it's the same our commitments, but the job of the U.S. president is to look after U.S. interests and have a reasonable path to peace. And I think the path that we're on right now is not going to be good for Ukraine. It's not going to be good for America. It is taking us closer to major conflict with Russia that is going to be bad for everybody involved. And the people pushing us to do it are an establishment in both parties of people who are making money off that war that is wrong and that will change on my watch. So what do you think? Every word he says is correct, is accurate, is right. And they don't want to hear it. I mean, that, that red beard guy, what a punk. Just kept saying, what does sovereignty look like? Then he says, NATO, uh, Ukraine should not be in NATO. Why not? Oh, I don't know, because the minute Ukraine's in NATO, we're involved in World War Three. maybe, you moron. They don't even know what they're talking about, but they're 100% committed to this this war, this war 5,000 miles away where, like, small plots of land have been exchanged over the last year and a half. Hundreds of thousands of, have died or been maimed. Innocent civilians are dying every day, and these punks say, yeah, we, we must support him because Putin's bad. Putin's out. You're a Putin puppet. And Vivek could not have been clearer. Here's the problem. I'll get into it now. Here's the problem. Uh, RFK is against the war. Trump's against the war. Biden is for the war. If you're against the war, if you're some old school liberal cold pink, you're not going to support Trump. 
But you certainly don't want to support Biden, the most corrupt president we've ever had, who's all in on never this never ending war. So RFK can't win, but that's your protest vote. I think it hurts Trump. I'm going to get, I'll get more into next week when Biden, when uh, RFK makes his speech. But as I've said, the three big issues to me, maybe the three biggest, the war, the border and free speech. RFK is agrees with Trump on those three. Mm-hmm. Biden, Biden is for endless war. Biden is for an open border and Biden is for suppressing free speech of his enemies. That's, that's a fact. And so they differ. RFK differs from Biden on those three big issues and agrees with Trump. And I think, and as I said before, people like you get your rogue vote, your renegade vote, you know, your Joe Rogans, your Bill Maher, you know, Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi, these kind of people, uh, Russell Brand, <laughs> although I'm not sure. We should probably um, keep him off the roster for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sure he's going to make a comeback anytime soon, but those kind of people aren't going to vote for Trump, probably. Maybe Rogan will, but the other ones won't. And they hate Biden, of course, because they're paying attention. So they'll be, they'll gravitate towards RFK and they don't care that he can't win. They want to vote. They want to be engaged and they can't vote for the other two. So I think it hurts Trump, unfortunately, but we'll see. We'll wait and see his big announcement in, I believe it's in Philadelphia on Monday. All right. We haven't even got to a Hillary, Hillary saying, well, she's going to put us all in camps, reprogram us. I'm curious how that's going to work. And uh, we'll show you how, uh, we'll show you why. Commander, Joe Biden's a former dog. You think Commander's uh, been put down yet? He must have some pit bull in him, right? That's probably yeah, what it is. Yeah. Well, no, I'm telling you, this makes your case. Feel free to gloat because I will a little. Owner. I will a little. In this case, there's no question in my mind. I mean, I'm German Shepherds scare me as much as... Uh, pit bulls because when they're not properly trained as this dog was not when they have bad owners they get aggressive and they bite and i'm not sure why we why we had to wait for 12 12 people to get bit but they finally took commander away and to be honest he's not he wasn't really a family pet he was a prop biden didn't care about him biden abused him we'll show you that uh yeah, yeah. let's get to that now okay you got the video of biden kicking the dog sure do yes Biden, there's there's no evidence that Biden gave a damn about this dog or the other dog. He doesn't care about dogs. I mean, this is a guy who doesn't care about his own kids. Guy who wouldn't acknowledge his own grandchild till he was forced to. So he's trying to pretend he's walking the dog. Here he is, and the dog is you know a little rambunctious, and he just gives him a boot. There is that in the head? It is. It's like right in the neck. Holy crap! The side of the head. I've had lots of dogs. Sometimes, you know, they don't always behave. I've never kicked the dog. I've never had a dog bite anyone. I've never had a dog I own bite me. This beast has bitten everybody. How do, you, how do you wait 12 times, by the way? It wasn't enough that he bit five, six, eight, ten. 10. He had to wait 12 people to get bit, including the, the friendly old gardener who's been working at the, at the White House for 50 years and been cleaning up after this beast. No, it's no wonder the Secret Service hates him. You know, they, he, he, this dog kept biting Secret Service agents. And Joe Biden did nothing about it. <laughs> they must have just been like, when are they going to get rid of this beast? I mean, you got elected. Do you really think this is helping your image that you have a dog that's biting everybody? I mean, so just to track, we have a you know drug addict son. He sent around the world to collect money. We have a daughter who says he would sneak in the shower with her. We have a grandchild he wouldn't acknowledge because the kid's mother was a stripper and her father was a crack addict. And now we have a dog that he's kicking because the dog wouldn't, I don't know, get in the car. The dog wasn't doing anything wrong here. And that's, that's when the dog was a puppy too. Is that a puppy? Oh, is that, well, not, not quite fully grown. So it grew up to be a snarly, aggressive, nasty beast because it wasn't raised right. Just like all his kids. (laughs) Oh God. All right. Hillary wants to send us all the camps. Maybe there'll be German shepherds at these camps. <laughs> Maybe. Definitely not. You know, pit bulls are more behaved now. That's the new thing. Sure. There'll be guards walking the perimeter with German shepherds and automatic weapons, and they're going to send us there to get reprogrammed. I'll never, it'll never cease to amaze me. I'll never not be just, just shocked that Hillary Clinton is still welcome in polite society. Hillary Clinton is a scoundrel, a criminal. We know the whole Steele dossier was 
financed by her, was uh, was hatched by her team. The whole Russia collusion hoax, which put the country through hell for three years, which cost the taxpayers $35, $40 million, was created by her. It was a, it was a uh, political operation. A, and uh, she sold it, of course, because the media wanted to buy it. And they still, some of them still talk about Russian collusion, totally made up by her. She should have been prosecuted to Trump's, Trump's everlasting regret. He didn't prosecute her. She destroyed 33,000 subpoenaed emails. She bit, bit whatever, uh, bleach bitted her uh, computer and, her, uh, and, her, and, and smashed her phones. She also I mean, bit the gardener the at the White House, too. The debt, what'd she do? Did she bit the gardener at the White House too, I heard. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Just an awful, miserable, nasty old woman. And somehow CNN, Christiane, I'm on poor. I mean, sure, she loves her. I understand. You you hate Trump. You like his opponents. But does do you really think Hillary has any credibility left? I mean, if you're being honest, she was honored a couple of weeks ago. And Dana Perino introduced her as just an amazing woman and hugged her. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I don't know what Dana was thinking. I know it was a charity event. She was trying, probably trying to be gracious, but she should be like, Oh, I don't know. Anthony Weiner, George Santos. She should be, she should be shunned, ostracized. She's a crook. I mean, honest to God, why do they treat her with such respect? Anyway, she can, she'll never get over the fact that she lost to Trump. Trump to his, Everlasting credit banished this this family, the Clintons. Trump, by the way, in a way, indirectly, has banished the Clintons, the um, the Cheneys, and the Bushes all in his uh, brief time in politics, which is a wonderful thing. Put that on his epitaph. But let's listen to Hillary still talking, still just uh, obsessed with Trump supporters, deplorables, as she calls them. Good very strong partisans in both parties in the past uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes but there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving you know wagging the dog of the uh, republican party as it is today mm-hmm. and sadly so many of those extremists those mega extremists um, take their marching orders from donald trump who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you- a formal deprogramming of the cult members? <laughs> She says it so cavalierly. That is chilling. Deplorables. Uh, would, deplorables, if, man. If, if you really, if someone proposed, said, yes, you know, we have these camps, we have these whatever, abandoned whatever, college dorms, we're going to put all Trump supporters in there and deep, repro- she'd say, I'm, I'm in, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And these people are just anti-American, anti-freedom. That someone disagrees with them and they're cult members who have to be deprogrammed. What is the position, like the political position, the political opinion that upsets them so much? There isn't one. I mean, whether it's, you know, you're against the war or against abortion, we've been through that before. It's just the personality, the Trump personality, which upsets them, upsets, upsets them so much. And they go to extremes and say, yeah, they need to be reprogrammed. And again, why is she even given that forum? She's a, she's a scoundrel. We know that now. I wish she would run again just so I could see her lose again. She must just kill a bottle of wine every night, just cry <laughs> and say, yeah. what happened? How did I lose to this man? Scoundrel yeah. is a perfect word for her. She is. She is. She defines the term scoundrel. All right. Do we have time to do this? Uh, do Shay first. I want to get, uh, let me do Shay. I'm going to get to this latest. I didn't give it enough time, but I want to get to the latest. Um, uh, me, uh, Leah Thomas. We have our own Leah Thomas up in Maine now, and it's just insane. It's just insane. I think, Ty, I think the pendulum is swinging. People are tired of it. Uh, there's a school, there's a college where the girls, the swimmers on a swim team had to actually stand up for themselves, took action. When we'll, we'll <laughs> give them a lot of credit, kudos to them, but uh, they have yet to um, 
do the right thing in Maine and uh, kick this bully out of the girls' locker room. But uh, we'll tell you about that. And we'll get to the death of late night comedy. Uh, in questions. Like nine million. <laughs> and, and, and Jerry's questions. We can't forget Jerry's questions. Oh, questions and comments too. We got them coming in. Oh, good. I see him. Lots of comments and questions on the chat line. Excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. That'll be quick so I can get to oh, lots and lots of comments there. Uh, I want to get to Stephen Colbert, too. It's so bad. But uh, let me give you uh, this kid's name because, you know, it's important. I, I There was a picture. Um, that somebody tweeted out the other day of this kid is a boy running against girls because he couldn't cut it with the boys. Um, and the picture showed him running in a cross country race and along the trail were some parents or, you know, they look like parents or adults. There's a guy and a, a woman look like a, a husband and wife and they're cheering as this punk, his name is Soren Stark Chessa. Soren Stark Chessa was a boy on the boys team. He ranked 172nd in the state of Maine in the 5K division. So he runs the 5K. He wakes up one day and says, you know what? I'm sick of losing. I'm going to run against the girls. Now he's fourth in the state. He's a sophomore. He's probably going to end up being first. Uh, I can explain that. But uh, he's a sophomore. He's a boy. He looks like a boy, but he's, you know, I guess says one day I'm a girl and they let him run against the girls and beat them. And there was some, uh, he placed fifth in this event, but this mother who's upset, she went on Fox and friends and other places talking about it. The, uh, he was only, he would have won, but they brought in some top ranked girls who would not normally be in this race. For some reason, these girls decided to run this race and beat him. On an average cross-country meet against the girls in high school, this is like, I think, some big invitational. He's going to win easily. He's going to kick their ass. So all these girls who are running and working and working out and, you know, training their asses off have no chance against Soren. What did I say his name was again? What a weird name. Soren Stark Chessa. His father must be so proud. I'll just give his father credit and say maybe he's uh, against this, but... I looked at that picture and I said, that's the problem. The girls, people always say the girls have to stand up for themselves and just quit. They're kids. They're 16, 15, 16, 17. That, that, and that takes real guts. You're going to be ostracized uh, by teachers and principals and guidance counselors and other students. I don't blame the kids, the girls. It'd be nice if they did stand up for themselves. But the parents who were cheering this bully on it's their fault it's all their fault when you get to college maybe it's a little different college they're adults uh a virginia this is from uh, the new york post a virginia college female swim team says it felt cheated and abandoned at having to accept a transgender competitor who only till recently competed on the men's team in a case being compared to the leah thomas controversy the swimmer joined the women's swim team at Roanoke college after sitting out the previous season during her transition, says the New York Post, her teammates said in a press conference, well, the captains of the team, Katie Pearson, 19, Lily Mullins, 20, Bailey Gallagher, 21, 
stood up and said, they're not going to do it. They're not going to compete with this guy. You know what the guy did? He quit. Good for them. This is how it has to be done. And these girls went in front of the cameras and said, we're not doing it. And the guy said, you know, he, he was suicidal after this. So if he kills himself, it's all your fault, girls. You're not going to let him beat up on girls. You're not going to let him steal your trophies and your awards and your scholarships. It's all your fault. But this is how it has to be done. The girls stood up, said they were trying to force them to, uh, uh, one girl asked the question. She said, why, uh, why even try to swim when racing against a biological male? Our defeat was written in biology. That's a kid, college kid saying that. And she's so right. She knew they had no chance. So they got together. All the other swimmers on the team supported him supported them and he bailed. He gave up and walked away. They don't have his name here for some reason, I guess, you know, protecting him because he decided to quit. But anyway, all right, before we get to our comments and questions, um, the uh, writer strike ended last week. Big news, writer strike. So all your favorite TV shows can come back. Finally. <laughs> writers can come back to work or 75 staff members. I don't know how many are actually in the writing room. Keep in mind that these are supposed to be comedians like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and they were just lost souls without their writers, without the whole production. They made a podcast and we played some of it. We played the, the intro promo thing and it was awful. In fact, didn't they just give up, stop doing it? That, that, that what was it was, it was supposed to be an hour a day. I think they put out five episodes total. Yeah, it was supposed to be one hour a day every day, and then we're going to raise money for the writers. I think they put, yeah, like you said, five episodes out in like a month. I never heard anything about it. Nobody listened to it. Nobody said anything about it. I'm sure it was awful. They were like half asleep, and they were just, as usual, not funny. They all just got together and talked about how much they hate Trump. Uh, this is this is what passes for late-night comedy. This is what we've been missing for the last couple months as the writers were out on strike. Let's watch Colbert from last night. Go ahead. The United States Congress continues to be a brimming bucket of garbage. After ditching the speaker for the first time in U.S. history, Congress decided, job all done. Took the rest of the week off. Seems lazy, it turns out. Might have been an appropriate safety measure, according to Republican Garrett Graves. Jake, I'll be really candid. I think if we had stayed together uh, in the meeting last night, I think that you would have seen fists thrown. And... If the fist did start flying, my money's on Lauren Boebert because I've seen how fast those hands move, especially, especially below the belt. Now the guy. Oof, that was bad. He is so, he is so cringy and bad. Jimmy Kimmel had a similar joke. Just so awful. She said, oh, he could reach, she could reach across the aisle. And they have the canned laughter. I don't even know if that's real. Is that fake laughter? Obviously, it's fake laughter. But is that? I don't like know. But I, th I thought the uh, actually, I thought the writer strike was over. <laughs> that can't be what everyone was striking over. Is that? That's, that's what the writers wrote, and that's the good stuff. Imagine yeah. the stuff that they don't use. I mean, Oof. Lauren Boebert. I'm sure that's all they do. Lauren Boebert. Did they hear about Jamal Bowman pulling the fire alarm? By the way, great, great. Uh, Babylon B post. This is hilarious. Sometimes Babylon B actually makes you laugh out loud. And this one was great. They said Jamal Bowman accidentally opened the door in mid-flight on the plane, but he thought he was opening a bag of pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> now that's quality humor. Not the, yeah. and, and Babylon B probably has like three people working at it. These guys have hundreds and they suck. All right, what do we got? We got, oh, we got lots of questions. Am I just clicking on the start or did you already yeah, do? Oh, start. There's questions and comments in there. Questions and comments on this Friday. Uh Oh, there's people talking about, talking about the hotels. Question for you, Jerry, says, uh, what's his name? Nav his name's Ian. Go with Ian. 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 I don't know. Uh, I guess it is Ian's short for that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, will the Post, the New York Times, and other rags now defend the wall after killing Trump for it? Yes, they will. They'll say uh, whatever. They'll just. They'll run with Biden's lie. Biden lied and said he had no choice. He was forced. He had, they had to do it. They'll just go with that and pretend it's real. Uh, over under six weeks till a protest that gets run over in Europe. I predicted it's coming. One of these climate change a-holes, every day we get to see him dragged out of the street and then they jump back in the street and one of these angry truckers is just going to say enough. Run them over 
and hopefully a jury of their peers will uh, acquit them. Uh, do you think Massachusetts politicians vote for what's in their best constituents, best interest anymore or ever? No, of course not. They vote for the non-working class. That's their base. You think Ayanna Presley gives a damn about people that work for a living? All she cares about is race and and <laughs> forgiving loans for deadbeats with graduate degrees. Jerry, why are you so attracted to Hillary Clinton? Hmm. I uh, I don't think I've ever been attracted to Hillary Clinton. I mean, even her younger days. Look at her. Look at her pictures from when she was at Wellesley College. She was yeah. scary. Yeah. She's a scary woman. I, mean, I don't blame Bill. I mean, I blame Bill for forcing himself on an intern, but I don't blame Bill for stepping out. I know he should, he should have at least paid her, right? What's the, when's the last time Bill and Hillary then cuddled? <laughs> oh my God. They have like the old sitcoms with like the two beds in the bedroom. That's what they live like. I think. Oh, uh, what's uh, this guy's asking about Millie, uh, Millie. I, I can't even look at Millie. Millie retired. They gave him more ribbons and awards. The guy who lost a war and, devastated the military with his woke policies. That slob uh, is now going to be working for, I don't know, Raytheon. He's going to be on CNN. I don't think, oh, he'll write a book. Is Mac Jones worse than Drew Bledsoe? What? Of course he is. Is that a serious question, Rich? Drew Bledsoe was awesome. He was awesome. Drew Bledsoe was about two good years from the Hall of Fame. He was, he has numbers. Is that, that uh, it's not a serious question, is it? I, it, is can't, it better not be. It better not be. Drew Bledsoe was a damn good quarterback. No Tom Brady. Uh, I was a Brady guy from the beginning. And I'm glad uh, Brady got the nod over Bledsoe. Bledsoe handed it beautifully. Class guy, good guy. Still seems to have his, all of his faculties about him. But uh, Drew Bledsoe was a genuinely good quarterback. Not so much for Mac Jones. This is an ugly game Sunday, isn't it? Ironhead Saints and Patriots. It's Ima- just like imagine going to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you were going, and you promised me you weren't drinking because we have some technical yeah. things to work on on Sunday to get ready for our big Monday show. And you said you're actually going to go to Foxborough and not drink. Is that yeah, possible? It's going to be 30 to nothing Saints at halftime, and I might break the rule, but I'm do not planning any, on it. Do you have any edibles or anything? What are you going to, how are you going to get through it if it's really bad and ugly and boring? You know, you might be onto something with the edibles. Maybe I'll just do that. Who's huh? the uh, color commentators? Like Beasley Reese or something? Right, <laughs> who's no who's the play by play guy? No John idea. John Mita Perel? Isn't it? Uh, uh, the only one I know Can't of be- on either TV or. It was Zolak, right? He's radio, but it can't be. Uh, it, the network is going to send their Z team. It has to be. It's just oh, not a good yeah. game. But the worst. Uh, I'll I'll be watching. We'll talk about. It. I'd rather. I'm looking forward to Jets at Broncos for some reason. There's some decent games, but the Patriots and the uh, Saints ain't one of them. Uh, I guess we'll see if Mac Jones is, can bounce back. He certainly had a dreadful game last week. Awful. Why aren't illegal aliens black skimmer? says, why aren't illegal aliens being housed in college dorms? Don't, that's a good question. It's coming. There we go. I think there was some, well, they kicked them out of the field house, high school field house in Chicago. They kicked them out of the soccer fields in New York. It's coming. State schools, dorms, kids are going to be rooming, bunking with illegal aliens. And they're going to, you know, <laughs> they're gonna, the students are going to wish they had it as good. They'll have room service and turn down service. They'll get pillows, mints on their pillow. It's rough being an illegal alien these days, but all right, we'll leave it there. Should we tell people what we're doing Monday? We're filling in for our friend, uh, Rob Carson, yes, who hosts the nationally syndicated Newsmax radio show in many, many markets, including New Hampshire and some in New England, I think. We'll check. And uh, we're going to be filling in noon to three. You can check that out at uh, what? Newsmaxradio.com? I should have this. Um, WCBM. Uh, Google it, get their website. You can stream right from there. If not, you'll be able to get it uh, on podcast form after the fact at the Rob Carson show on news. Okay. News. So we, we are going to have our, or I'm, I'm doing his show and our, it's going to be in podcast form later in the day. Yes. Under the Rob. Ah, Carson you can look show. for that. We'll have more details Monday, <laughs> we'll know Monday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we'll see about Monday if yeah. if we can uh, get everything set up properly, which is a big if. We'll I'm bringing see. I'm bringing I'm bringing my duct tape over. We're gonna get this all you're gonna, set. You're gonna bring your wrench, your duct tape, yeah. and uh, don't drink too much at the Patriots game. I won't. But I won't. You're gonna have to have a couple just to get through it. But <laughs> all right, plus it's gonna be the weather. It's gonna rain. Oh, uh, it's just gonna don't be tell a dreary me that. day in Foxborough. <laughs> dreary, dreary day. Don't tell me that. All right, that'll do it. We'll leave it there. Thanks, Ironhead. Thanks to everyone for listening and chatting. Lots of chat, chit chat today. I appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again next week. God save the Queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.